Hi everyone, this is Luke Moroney for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And the topic I'd like to discuss with you today, is property ever going to be affordable in Sydney? Before I get into this topic, just a disclaimer that this podcast is for general purposes only and shouldn't be regarded as legal or financial advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when it comes to investing. Affordability in Sydney when it comes to property is an interesting topic, one that gets sprayed around the media, government policy quite a lot because we are in a big city with where the jobs, uh, where the where people want to live. And I guess it's a sense for us to all think about what's going to happen in future. And as investors, we rely on some of this information and the what the general public are going to do, what consumer thoughts are around where they want to live, where they want to work, how they want to uh, behave and, and you know, how they want to live their life. So it's really important for us to think about this affordability aspect, think about what's actually going to happen in terms of development in, in future and really get a plan and strategy around when we get in term, uh, getting towards investing in, back in Sydney market, because we've seen the declines over the last two years or so, and when we actually think about other things like development, about, about co-living spaces, about boarding houses, and other aspects of property to be considered because of our densely populated areas that we are starting to create more and more each and every day. So affordability is a big one and it's on the back of some conversation that I had on a Facebook Live uh, with Cheryl, which you can happily go over and have a look at as of the 25th of April, which is Anzac Day. We had a bit of a discussion on Facebook Live talking about this idea about what's actually going to happen in terms of affordability of development and actually that thought came up in my mind about is Sydney ever going to be affordable? Um, we, it's a hot topic we like to talk about in the media because of the pressures when it comes to property prices rising and the whole idea about first home buyers not getting in, be able to get in the market and a sense that you know property prices at a median in around Sydney are eight, nine hundred thousand or even a million dollars. And we, we're getting to the idea of you know, uh, what affordability is going to do on the impact of generations that go ahead of us. So as we stand right now, I want to get into some of the key ideas about the affordability idea around Sydney, what people don't really harp on too much about. They're about looking to the fact of helping each and every person in a city and not, look, the, the whole idea about government policy and ideas that are put in forward are going to help maybe a majority, but there's always going to be people left behind in that idea of affordability if it comes in, because we can't squeeze another 10 million people into Sydney as of tomorrow. So we've got to look at what's actually going on, how do we disperse uh, populations out to other areas, because Australia is a big country and most of our population is centered around the coastline areas and our major capital cities. So we've got to really have an, a look at this further and really find out where we go in terms of population growth in certain areas around the country. My first key point in terms of affordability in Sydney is it is where most people in Australia want to live. It's where the jobs are, where the beautiful beaches of Australia are, 
our beautiful harbor. So a lot of these key aspects is what has drawn a lot of people to the city of Sydney to live, to travel, to work, and and to study, and various other things. Um, and and it's, a, it's a major draw card. If we were having the same city in the Northern Hemisphere, this would probably be the most popular city in the world. You know, the harbour, the everything, all the aspects around it would make this a very um, aspirational place to live. And because we've got a, a situation where it's the... It is regarded, I guess, the, as the best living city, um, you know, apart from some little issues here and there with traffic and, and things like that and overpopulated areas. But generally, with the aspects and natural aspects of national parks and harbours and beaches around and the, and the whole idea of the blessed place to get the highest paid jobs in the country, that's why Sydney is then the probably the uh, regarded as the most desirable place to live in Australia. And with that comes the whole aspects of the prices when there's high demand and the supply is reduced, then affordability kicks in and people then can't afford to live in those areas. My second point is in terms of population increases. If we continue to have the, the growth of immigration into our country, and especially if, if a lot of those people start to come into Sydney or get placed in other areas of the country and are looking for jobs uh, as they, uh, they spend more time in the country, they're going to start to filter in closer to, the, uh, to Sydney areas or in the Sydney area to find, job, to find a job, find um, work, create a business. And with that population increase, again, back on the supply and demand aspect of property where people are looking to live closer to work or have the ability to live in the outskirts with a parcel of land for them to live in. So with population increase, again, the supply and demand, people want to live in the city of Sydney and affordability will get to a point at each and every cycle where people just can't afford to live in the city of Sydney. And if you go back over the past say 100 years, when it's a case that people can't afford in certain areas, they will move to other places where it is more affordable. And that's where we, you know, as buyers agents, we assess where what's happening in marketplaces and where we see price movements and the, the affordability issues that happen in places like Sydney and Melbourne, especially our two biggest cities in Australia, and where we take ourselves into an investing point into the Brisbane market where it is more affordable, where people are moving because of not being able to afford in Sydney. So population increase where people will come back in these areas as they grow their wealth, their incomes, and look for those better jobs. We'll get to the point where they, we continue to have affordability issues. And it, it's very hard to see that in the next 20 years, we'll have any changes in affordability aspects, it'll keep being a mainstream media issue that gets keeps getting raised where people say that they can't afford to live in Sydney. There are other areas of Australia for people to live, but they choose to live in this city because of jobs and beaches and harbours that are provided for us all. So we've got to get a good sense of what's happening affordability-wise 
And as we go through different cycles, there will be times when Sydney is more affordable and less affordable. As of 2017, after five years of growth in the property prices, we got to a point where there was just extremely unaffordable. There was tighter lending in, in the marketplace. So people could not get the, the borrowing capacities to buy some of these properties in the Sydney area. My third point is in regards to what could potentially make Sydney property more affordable is if there is gov any government policy that could intervene on the property market. Now, normally what they do, and looking this around the world as an example, in New York City, they've put in rent control where the rent is at a limit. So any of the, the landlord owners of that building or that unit or that house have got a point in which they can only increase their rent or have to stay at a level of rent each and every year for the occupiers of that property. So if something came this in this area of rent control, may just focus on renters only, but they could look at other things, you know, what, what is really happening in terms of what labor government policy at the moment, looking at taxing landlords a little bit harder to subsidize some of those renters and lower income earners in future to help with uh, the welfare issues or the, the housing issues that we do have in an area like Sydney where it tends to become unaffordable. So those, those sort of things in, in future could potentially intervene where it could make Sydney more affordable. But I, I guess more and more that I look at it, the more and more I sense of people wanting to live in our city and the increases in population, and the desirability of living in Sydney, I just don't see a possibility in the ten year in ten years time or twenty years time for it to become a state where it is affordable. Because once it is affordable, more people will come in, and then soon enough that we'll have population increases and price increases. Then it becomes unaffordable again. So be aware of that when it comes to thinking about with your investing thoughts. We are in a state in Sydney where it's, it has become unaffordable. Prices have dropped back 10, 15%, even more in some areas. So we just need to tap into that and think about where the market is going in future, where the affordability issues are going to be, when we can time the cycles a, a, even a little bit better to get more bang for our buck when it comes to investing, and think how we can move forward with our investing thoughts, thinking about some of the information that is provided to us about affordability. Hopefully that helps you get a little bit more idea about where prices are going, where what's actually happening in markets like Sydney, and where potentially are they gonna go in future. If you'd like to discuss this topic any further, or talk about your own property investing circumstances, please do give me a call on 0400. 332-377. I look forward to chatting with you soon. Thank you for tuning in. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.